It is Tuesday, March 27th, one day after the race in snowy Martinsville because the race on Sunday was delayed by a little bit of snow. There was snow race. There was snow, ra there was snow race on Sunday. We're coming to you on a beautiful day. It's 64 degrees. I got a little bit of a cold. Excuse that, but I'll show you how hard I work. We're going to get it done. Devin's wearing an all that hat, which is... All that. Uh, Shout out to all the, the 90s uh, babies. Uh, we all love all that. Anyways, what do we got going on for today's show, Dan? Well, we're going to go over our picks first and foremost. Uh, our DraftKings picks, just a little foreshadowing. It's a little bit of a dark day. It's a very dark day. I don't. It's hadn't been a good weekend. The, Monday is is bad alone, but Monday and you lose a little bit of money. Not yeah. a good day, bro. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the race while we're doing that. And honestly, this is an off week for NASCAR. They get to spend Easter at home, so we'll see where it goes from there. Or on a vacation. I doubt they're going to be home. A lot of these drivers, such as Kyle Busch, he's going on vacation with his lovely wife, Samantha. Oh, they go on vacation all the time. Braxton. I do like when they go on vacation, though, because even when they do have their kids, they find babysitters for the kids, and they usually get up pretty wasted at least one night of the week, and they'll put that sort of stuff up on social media, like from their own phones, not, not people thing. falling around. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. All right, well, let's talk about our picks. We had three potential dominators, and they were Martin Truex Jr. He finished fourth, led four laps from the pole. Yeah. Not a good day for the 78. Yeah, now, that was pretty unfortunate. Not, not, yeah, not a good day on DraftKings. Decent day, solid day for them. Inside the top five, really can't beat that other than with a win. Um, they fell back to the 15th position. They had a terrible second stage. But over the, the course of the final stage, they, they found something a little bit. We also had Kyle Busch. He uh, just ran in second for the most part all day. All day. Pretty disappointing. lead all day. He only led 24 laps. And our other potential dominator was Brad Keselowski. Pretty lackluster day for Brad Keselowski, if you ask me. He started... Fourth, finished 10th, and led one lap. You know, I didn't really look too hard at the other two Penske drivers. Ryan Blaney being my favorite driver, guess who ran second most laps led? Ryan Blaney. Oh, of he all was, the weeks. Of had, all the weeks. I know, man. Nobody really expected it because for a, a young driver... We, we talked in the last podcast, you know, Martinsville is a, is a, it is a veterans track. You have to have some, some laps there, get a rhythm. And typically, younger drivers don't do as well. But he went up there. He led 145 laps, second yeah. most laps. If you had him in your lineup, you were probably getting a, a decent payout. Also, somebody that led a few laps, didn't finish even in the top 10, but he led 111 laps, was Denny Hamlin. And I'm surprised from that, too. I mean, maybe not surprised. I was going to say, it's one of his Virginia. He's a Virginia guy. But in recent years, he's He hasn't been, been so good. done well there, but he, he act, they found something, and they, they made it work. So Ryan Blaney, Denny Hamlin, pretty much must-haves. And if you had... Clint Boyer on your lineup too, boy. You were you were taking home all the monies, all the monies were yours. Didn't see that. Didn't see that coming. 
No. Me Didn't either, even give him man. a look. The only one, and we're going off of, of practice speeds and long runs and, and, and inside information that we can get. And the fact of the matter is that Monday race at 2, uh, what time did it start? 1.30, 2, 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock. Everything changed. I hate Mondays, dude. I just hate Mondays. Everything changed. And maybe we should have solved that better. We're going to, you know, mark it as noted. A lot of things can change from Sunday to Monday. But, um, yeah, Clint Boyer, very happy for him. He has had a 190-race drought. He hasn't won since 2012. In 2012, half the drivers in the field weren't driving at that point. He's seen a lot of new people come in and a lot of his uh, former competitors fall out. And I, I... you know, I, I'm glad he finally got himself one. He's with a great team. I don't think there's a team stronger right now in NASCAR than Stuart Haas Racing. And nobody saw that coming either. I mean, they have dominated the whole season, it seems like, for the well, most part. They were they were slated to have the, you know, the biggest challenge because they were in the oldest uh, body mm-hmm. in the sport. And I'm talking about the nose. They're running the Ford Fusion. Uh, it's been confirmed by... Uh, Pinsky owner Roger Pinsky, uh, that they're getting a Mustang nose next season. So just like the Camaro got the, or the Chevy got the Camaro this year, and Toyota got the Camry, Camry the year before, Pinsky is going to be finally catching up with that technology. But it doesn't seem like they need it right now. Maybe they should just cancel. They're doing pretty good right now, honestly. Yeah. Maybe just stop, stop production. Yeah, <laughs> let's stay where we are with the fusion. Of course, we have to bring up the one dude that we really stuck our neck out for. It was his first race of the year. Starcom racer, I believe you're talking yeah. about. Landon Castle, he, you know, besides the fact that he lost a rear gear. Dead he was, last. He was still performing. Dead last. Not what we wanted him to. He wasn't really game position or anything. And you know what? Let's just... Let's just attribute that to shaking the cobwebs off. I hope that here in the future we see a little bit more out of him. But. We need to understand, though, that Landon Castle is a great driver, but he's, he's in very low-tier equipment. Yeah. Let me list off a, a, a couple drivers that finished better than him, which would be any driver in the field since he yeah, did finish dead last. Anybody. But yeah. just let's, let's think about this. Greg Galding, no disrespect, disrespect to these drivers, but... Landon Castle is a driver that always finished better than these guys. Galding, J.J. Yelly, Ross Chastain, D.J. Kennington, Cole Witt. Cole Witt was the best value driver out there. Mm-hmm. He did really, really well. He started 35th, finished 27th, with it, which is about as good as you can expect from a driver of his uh, capabilities. <laughs> well... You know, there were other value picks, though. I guess you'd call them value. Those are sub-$5,000 or $5,500 picks you were talking about. One pick that we did have, Mr. A.J. Allmendinger, the focus king, the master of focus. How many more Adderall (laughs) jokes can we make? I don't know. But I'm looking at his stats on DraftKings right now, 59.5 points, 13 fastest laps, 17 place differential. Huge. He got eighth place. You won't. Uh, okay, I don't. 
I don't want to say that necessarily, but the likelihood of him scoring 59.5 points again this season is not that high. So look out for him in Martinsville in the fall. Maybe he can make me a liar there. But, I mean, that was huge. What place did he start in, Luke? He started in 25th position. And he finished in 8th. And he ran up front. Well, ran in the top 10 for, I won't say most of the day, but he ran in the top 15 for almost all of the day. The the three drivers with the best uh, place differential were A.J. Allmendinger, Chase Elliott, and Alex Bowman. Started 16th, finished 7th. Great, great run by Alex Bowman. I didn't see that happening either, to be honest. Bowman the showman, he he did all right. You know well, what? Bowman the snowman. Oh, I get it. Nice little pun, little play on words. That's my co-host for you. He's just he's a clever dude. Uh, Luke, st- question that Jeff Gluck asks about every week to all of his followers. For you, was yesterday a good race or not? It's funny you brought that up because I voted on that poll today. Yeah, and what was your what was your vote? No. Yeah, I didn't really like it either. I thought it, for short track racing, it was pretty boring. It's a terrible race. We, I didn't win a damn cent. Yeah, I lost like, all my money. Yeah, and I'm like, not happy about it. We definitely Martins- led you astray. Martinsville Martins- Martins- was not a good race for me. But we're going to regroup. We're going to make some money at our at our nine to fives this week mm-hmm. and next week. Next week is a holiday. NASCAR is a religious group. We're going to honor and recognize Easter, which is which is good because I mean they've been running hard. They've been out west, yeah, just this week. Oh, it's so rough for them. I understand. Yeah, yeah, it's so rough for them to go back to their ten thousand square foot homes and yeah, just want a little bit of family time. Yeah, even it's just so hard to be on the road in their million dollar motor homes with prevosts. Did you see that Ricky Stenhouse had to climb a ladder and he had to scrape the snow, snow off of his camper? Yeah, off his satellite dish. Oh my god, what a blue dish. collar guy! They couldn't they couldn't watch TV until he oh got up there. Oh my goodness! Hashtag first world problems. Yeah, but you know what? Some of the tweets from overnight, like he and Kyle Larson, it looked like they were just hanging out all night. They were hanging out with the snowplow drivers and the snow vacuum man. <laughs> it just just going around the track, posting little videos. Uh, Bubba Wallace looked like he went out to the clubs or something. He was wearing a freaking fancy. Isn't I don't know fly. if it's clubs in Martinsville, but I mean, he can, was looking can we, dressed can we up. Talk real quick about the Clint Boyer celebration. Uh, you mean how he was drinking my favorite brand of beer? Oh, it wasn't just that, Dev. Which, what's huge. your favorite brand of beer? Uh, Bush. Bush Light, to be specific, but I'm a Bush kind of guy. What are we drinking right now, coincidentally? Uh, Bush Light. Bush Light, interesting. All you haters that say the Bud Light is better than Bush Light. Oh my god. You don't know what you're talking about. When's the last time that you had a Bush Light? Exactly. You You can't give me an answer. Thank you. So, uh, let's see. Clint Boyer was up till 647, I believe, was his last tweet. Oh, wow. Yeah, he stayed up all night partying. Listen, dude, guy hasn't won a race in six years about, five and a half years. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. He was spending time at a lackluster team before. They just underperformed. Didn't have the budget that Stuart Haas Racing does. He finally got the equipment. 
and he showed improvement. Like, a lot like, and this is interesting, I don't know, take, I guess. Just like Eric Almirola did. He, he's finally in some pretty good equipment, and he's performing. I bet you he wins a race. He's only won restrictor plate races, if I can remember correctly. Yeah. He could win a mile and a half or, I don't know, about a short track. Road course. Yes, or, yes. Or a mile and a half. I uh, expect him to win a road course for a mile and a half, if I'm being he, honest. Clint Boyer to Stuart Haas is as Almirola is to Stuart Haas now. Yeah. You know, they, they kind of give these really good drivers, you know, some, some competitive equipment and let them go with it. And it takes them a, a year or two. But I mean, look at Eric Almirola doing what Dan Kirkpatrick couldn't last year in the 10 car. Yeah. I mean, that's Eric Almorola's had a standout year, and he was the last driver to finish on the lead lap. I, yeah, there was only yeah, he four finished in 14. drivers. He yeah, started 10th, 14th. finished 10th, so he wasn't a great pick this weekend. But Gene Haas has had a whirlwind of a weekend, Luke. I stayed up Saturday night and watched the Melbourne Grand Prix, the first Formula One race of the season, which they are stealing NASCAR's side-by-side cameras, which, you know, whatever, good for them, but... It's a good angle. I wish NASCAR wouldn't have stolen their ticker. Uh, You can listen to our second podcast about the Daytona 500 if you want to hear that. Uh, One of his Formula One cars takes off out of the pit. Soon as he gets out of the pit, he just pulls over the left and has to park it. Suspension issue. It was investigated by Formula One. I don't know if they got their pit guns mixed up and sent the NASCAR pit guns over to Formula One or whatnot. <laughs> yeah. But he finished dead last in that race. No he was way. the only car off the track in that. And those Formula One cars, they're expensive. The steering wheels in them cost like fifty grand a piece because they're just they're computers on wheels for the most part. Then he goes into Sunday or Monday rather. Gets another win. Gets his, what is this for? That's their fourth win of the season out of five races, six races. You're telling me, man. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's just a just an odd weekend for Gene Haas. He would probably need to take some heart medication both days for completely separate reasons. Well, you're talking F1, so that means I guess we ran out of NASCAR topics. Yep, you are 100% right. No disrespect to F1, but uh, this was a boring race. For me, at least. Yeah, well, it would have been great if we had... Oh, my God. We'd be, like, raving about Martinsville was the best race of the we, year. We if just, we had Clint Boyer, Ryan Blaney, and... Um, even then, who, though, who I mean, it? we didn't... Denny Hamlin. We didn't see the bumping and banging that you usually see. There was some of it. There was four you, rec, or four cautions. Yeah. That's it. One of them was because of an incident between Jamie that's McMurray it. and Austin Dillon. Other than that, I mean... Competition caution... First stage, second stage, and a wreck between McMurray and Dylan. That's it. Yeah, that, we saw. Yeah, uh, just uh, we're trying to spitball stuff to talk about. Honestly, right now, I guess we can mention the whole Jack man that had to go to the hospital. Uh, Eric Amarola running True. to the side of Kevin Harvick, but honestly, like, shout out to that Jack man. I hope you're doing all right. I think you are doing all right, but like that was such an uneventful like. You know, we expected that. He's doing just fine. We modern, mentioned that in the last. Medicine. Yeah, exactly. But we mentioned that in the last podcast. We were going to see some incidents on pit road or whatnot. So, Talk about pit road incidents. Daniel Suarez had a pit gun. You know, we've talked about this in previous podcasts. The standardized pit guns. Daniel Suarez's team, their pit gun broke. 
they're they're what they used to change the lug nuts. It completely the handle fell off of the the piece. Yeah. What the not, hell? Not just failed, like it actually broke. NASCAR, it broke. Get it together. Why did you not contact Joe Gibbs or somebody to give us the fourteen thousand RPM pit guns versus the ten thousand pieces of crap that? I mean, I feel like they went to Harbor Freight to buy these pit guns. They they had to. Have. It's a messy situation on pit road right now, but things are going to get better. We're six races in, and after those six races, let's uh, let's talk about the standings in the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. Who, and you haven't seen this list. Who's number one on that list in your mind, right now? Kevin Harvick. No, he has not accumulated the most points. He has by far. Won over half the races. I mean, it's a proven fact. He's won uh, more than half the races. You this know, they year. took away a whole race worth of points for him. I they did take. They done. did take away. Yep. Yep. You're right. So, who is number one out? Your your second guess. Uh, is it your boy Martin Truex? Is finished up front. He does. He is the highest placed driver with a win, and he is in second place. First place is Kyle Busch. You know, he has come away with more seconds this season. Than Chase Elliott's had. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah seems, seems so. He has 257 points. Martin Truex Jr. with one win is eight points back, so he has 249 points. Your favorite driver, Mr. Blaney, please, please to announce he is in third place, but there's a significant gap from eight points back of Truex. Ryan Blaney is 24 points back. Oh, wow. Yeah, but then it is a Penske driver Joey Logano. He and Blaney are just one point apart, and then it's Brad Keselowski. Joey Logano's twenty-five points back. Brad Keselowski's thirty-one points back. And you're probably wondering, where the hell's Kevin Harvick? Yeah, dude's won races. He's won four races or three races Dang. this year. He is in seventh place with three races won. He is 45 points back. He and Denny Hamlin are five points apart. Then it's Clint Boyer, baby, with one race win. And that is your top eight. Um, Where's Eric Almirola at? 11th place. Pretty significant, pretty significant uh, improvement from last year. Uh, Kyle Larson, 9th. Kurt Busch, 10th. Eric Almirola, 11th. Eric Jones, 12th. Austin Dillon with the race win in Daytona is 13th. Alex Bowman is 14th. Paul Menard, 15th. And Ryan Newman, 16th. That, if the season went in today, with 30 races to go in the season, you know, that would be the, the playoff standing. Yeah, but as you just heard Luke say, there's 30 races to go, so... I mean, there's a that's lot of That's going to change, but that's yeah. just a, a look at how people have performed right now. Is there any driver you you had expected to be up in the top 16, you know, through six races? Uh, I don't want to say that I would expect him to be in the top 16, but where is Bubba Wallace at? He's pretty far back. He's below 20th. There, the one I'm thinking of that I didn't mention is Chase Elliott. Yeah, I, he... He's not, and he's going to get there. He's he had some bad luck in the first couple races. Finished. I was going to say he's wrecked low. out of two of the six, so a third of the races at this point he's not been able to be a part of. Really, uh, a little surprised that Kurt Busch 
he? He's in tenth. All right. Um, little surprised he's not doing better, honestly, compared to some of the other cars on the Stuart Haas camp. Uh, just happy to see him up there, though. At this well, point. honestly, this is going to blow your mind, man. Kevin Harvick is seventh, has won three races. Clint Boyer is eighth, won one race. Two points separate them. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you cheat. Yeah. How many gets, points did they take away? 50 points from him? Like, that's seven, huge. 17, I think. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> Maybe whatever. that was playoff points. I was going to say, I think to... they took away all his... All the playoff points or owners' points or something like that. I thought it was a fifty-point like deduction, but you know, I don't have the numbers up in front of me, and it's been a couple of weeks since that little incident happened with him. It's it not was fresh significant mind, enough to, but, to to pull him back. Yeah, he would be in the top top three at least. So. I'd, I'd expect. Well, all right, Luke. Why don't you go ahead and take us out, and uh, we'll come back to y'all on Friday. This is Luke Mathis with the cold. I expect you to hear Luke Mathis without a cold. I mean, you can't be under the weather if you're getting over it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I'm here to say. I'm, I'm going to take some DayQuil. I'm going to drink my fluids, and we're going to get back to you on Friday. We're going to have a good time. Follow us at the Diff Pod, at Luke Diff Pod, at D-E-V-O-F 430. And let's have a good Tuesday, and we will see you the next time around. Does Bush like count as fluids? Yes. <laughs>